0: On the road again, just can't wait to get on the road again, the life I love is making music with my friends, and I can't wait to get on the road again, on the road again. Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast still being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And we are still continuing our series of stories from home because there is still no one traveling. Tonight we're asking a pretty simple question. Are you getting bored yet? Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. This is the 13th episode recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. We are a solid two months into this craziness. There are only so many puzzles you can work, only so many Netflix shows you can binge on. And the latest published quarantine recipe is a giant sous vide bag of suck. Don't get that depressed. More on that in a bit. There are still plenty of ways to keep yourself entertained. Review and cancel subscriptions. Uh, We did this about four years ago before we moved into Chateau Relaxo recently sat down and did this again and it was interesting to see all the four and five and six dollar monthly charges that crept back into our budget. The number one culprit was content subscriptions. In addition to the standard cable TV subscription that everybody seems to have, we also had subscribed to CBS All Access. Hallmark this, hallmark that. Basically any Hallmark Channel where the lady that should be with the local veterinarian and unfortunately is not because she is with the high-powered New York City attorney. Think lots and lots of movies themed after Reese Witherspoon and Sweet Home, Alabama. If you're bored, you can start a vegetable and herb garden in addition to our rosemary shrub, our organic topiary And our basil bush out back, we managed to plant some tomatoes and peppers this year. Planning to stick around for that one epic bowl of salsa, probably late summer. We also put a bunch of sunflower seeds out back. So those are always fun to watch and kind of watch the sunflowers turn each day with the sun. Another thing you can do if you're bored, sleep without your alarm clock. I know it sounds crazy. I have done this for years. And we recently got the CEO here adapted to this as well. Look, we're not having to get up an extra hour early for the long commute. You can wake up probably 30 minutes before you need to be uh, online or on your latest Zoom meeting. For me, this is the longest I have slept in my own bed in the past 20 years. And each day that record increases by uh, a hash mark of one. Start or continue your daily meditation or prayer practice. I start each day with just a few minutes being mindful, taking in the day, taking in the things that I am uh, very grateful for. It doesn't have to be something very fancy. It doesn't even have to be structured. It's something that you can do on your morning walk. But for me, I think Anthony Anthony Robbins calls it priming for the day. But each morning I enjoy collecting myself and my thoughts for just a few minutes, kind of sets my uh, tone and my intention for the day. Another thing you can do to break up some of the boredom is reach out to family members and friends, do it using text, video, zoom. If you really want to do another video, zoom call, traditional phone calls or go old school and write them a letter. I talk to my family at least twice a week. A phone call is my, uh, Very first boss once told me a phone call goes a long way. We're not having to worry about paying for long distance charges anymore. And I think everybody just kind of needs to be checked in on and it's a perfect time to do it. Also break up the monotony with a few very simple DIY home projects. And a lot of times you can use stuff you already have on hand. For instance, we had a bunch of really nice smooth river rocks that were sitting in an old abandoned planter out back. Washed them up, grabbed some of these leftover paint from when the CEO was still in the classroom and created a handful of these very colorfully painted Mandela rocks for the yard. It was a lot of fun. Killed a couple, two, three hours one evening. Teach yourself a few new skills. When I spoke to Mark Peacock of Travel Commons, he mentioned that he and his wife were taking a free online cooking class put on for from Harvard. Nikon is also offering up some free photography classes, Skillshare, Udemy, all these online training uh, facilities. A lot of them are offering free. I think even uh, XM is offering a, a free subscription. So plenty of time to, to learn some new skills, maybe learn some, uh, listen to some music you've never heard of. Spend as much time outside the sunshine or as my dermatologist says, vitamin D does a world of good for you. And you can actually get vitamin D through the sun and not necessarily from a pill, go for a walk, go for a run. Uh, In my case, lather up with some SPF 80 or 90 sit in the driveway 10 or 15 minutes a day. The warm rays will do your soul and your skin quite a bit of good. I'm going to sound like my mom, but you can always read or listen to an audiobook. A lot of them are free. The local library, most of them have some kind of an online auditory book program you can listen to. There are some classics out there. The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. I was given this book in 1978, and I think it was for my communion. And even at the ripe young age of 14, this book taught me a lot the most meaningful and important lesson that I still try to put into practice every single day is how to have a positive mindset, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. This book is probably 90 years old. The information is still relevant. It is a handbook for life. I give how to win friends and influence people and Napoleon Hill's think and grow rich to every single graduating high school senior that I know Some of them read it, some of them don't. We've got one of them in the house right now that is going back through how to win friends and influence people for the second time. Start a journal. I use an app called Day One, and I have journaled consistently for the last 673 days. I spend a few minutes each day either typing or speaking my thoughts into Day One. It's a free app. There is a paid version uh, for me, the paid version really doesn't do anything more than what, I, what the free version does. If you have a Mac, it integrates really well with that. Probably my favorite part of the app is they have an on this day feature where you can review what you were doing on that day in the previous year. So it's kind of cool. The longer you use it, the more of the on this previous days tend to pop up. And especially now with everything that everybody's going down, Just spend a few minutes jotting down some thoughts. It'll be interesting to look back in a year and see how far we've come since then. Use this time to learn a party trick. Everyone should have at least one go-to trick, be it a card trick, a rope trick, a memory trick. It doesn't matter, but it needs to be something that you can pull off at the drop of a hat and it has to work every single time. Also, everybody needs at least one clean joke. Just keep in mind when you're looking at your party trick, the three B's, be brief, be brilliant, and then be gone. You don't need some big, belabored, long production. Make it quick to the point and poof, get out of there. Establish some healthy daily uh, routines, such as flossing your teeth. That's a biggie, right? The dentist loves to hear that. Start an exercise routine. You know, we're not breaking new ground with those. But get in the habit of doing something on a daily basis. Make a time capsule. If you have young kids around, this is a blast. Fill an old shoebox with what's important to them right now. Tape it up, stick it in the closet, give it to them on their college graduation, their wedding day or the birth of their first child. Always fun to kind of look back over the years. My mom did it for me and I've got an envelope of pictures that date way back even to the 1960s. This is one that we have really embraced around Chateau Relaxo use the things you've been saving for a special occasion. And we've taken full advantage of that. We have over the last few years built a pretty decent bourbon and whiskey collection. And over the last few weeks, we've been taking the time to crack a few of those bottles open. So our our George Dickel Bottled in Bond, 1792 Full Proof Buffalo Trace Larceny. Uh, We had a couple bottles from our Canadian trip from Wayne Gretzky's Distillery. But take a few minutes to savor them. You know what? You can't take it with you when you go. And what what better special occasion than right now? You know, We're all together. We're all locked in. We're all going through the same thing. So uh, you know, crack open. use the good good dinner plates one night. put candles on the table. Uh, try to make the best of it. Take this time to set some new goals. I have always been a goal oriented person. I have goals that I hope to accomplish in the next 12 months. Next five years, and some even after my death, believe it or not, my number one after death goal is to be cremated and put into an urn, which is pretty mundane. But for my wake, I want my urn to be displayed as an ashtray. And then one of my good friends come by and taps his cigar ash on it and says, looks like Steve's putting on a little weight. Right now, take one day at a time. You know, that's what we're doing around here. Stay patient. Offer some grace. I promise you we will all come out of this on the other side, but take it day by day. What do they say you can't eat an elephant in one bite. Myself probably a lot like everybody else is spending a lot of time on the phone with co- clients and customers. One thing that everybody asks me is if I miss traveling and I do. I miss, you know, seeing something new every day. I miss talking to new and different people. I miss the excitement of coming home at the end of the week. But this doesn't mean that you can't travel. All it means is that you have to do it virtually. Now, as somebody that has spent, I don't know, I was trying to add it up, 20, 25 years living in the state of Florida, there are a few animals here that I am still in awe of. The first is the alligator, because I know if I'm patient long enough, some Florida man or Florida woman now will provoke it enough to lose an arm or a leg. The other is the manatee, the gentle sea cow cruising the canals and springs without a care in the world. And you can actually watch the manatees at the, get this name, Ellie Schreiler, Homosassa Springs Wildlife State Park on the manatee cam. I'll put links into the show notes, but when you get bored or just want to have a little bit of a smile, click on the manatee cam, And I think there's one for Blue Springs State Park as well. I'll put the links up. But a lot of fun just kind of watching those guys cruise around. If you're into animals, uh, you can visit the San Diego and the Houston zoos online. They have animal cams, the Monterey Bay Aquarium, as well as the Aquarium of the Pacific. Also offer cams. I think you even have a penguin cam. And what's not to love or like about penguins hopping around, flapping their little penguin wings. Still on the theme of virtual trips, I am a big fan of design a bigger fan of what they call functional design i also appreciate very simple design for example apple like them hate them but they understand simple design look at something as simple as the connectors on a macbook everything's rounded everything sleek flows everything begs to be picked up and fondled before my current gig i was a furniture builder for about 8 years building custom furniture Absolutely fulfilling to sketch out a custom sofa, watch it over the course of a week, the progress of building the frame as it was cut and assembled, the polyfoam was tacked into place, finally covered in fabric, and then you deliver it to somebody and you see the smiles on their faces. Very fulfilling. When it comes to design, one of my favorite architects is the late Frank Lloyd Wright, who has no relation to the Wright brothers, (laughs) but uh, architectural digest has put together 20 Frank Lloyd Wright buildings that you can tour virtually every single Thursday about 1 p.m. Eastern time through July 9th. Each of the uh, sites share a video tour of one of these buildings. The tours are remarkably in-depth and informative, and they're also given by directors of the house. So they know the ends in the house and everything about the house. A couple of them that are featured is the Krauss House out of Missouri. This was designed and constructed for Russell and Ruth Krauss. It was uh, initially designed and conceived in 1950. Construction continued until at least 1960, but it was never formally completed. The owners lived in the house for about 40 years. Ruth passed away in 1992. And what's interesting about it is the home still retains all of the right designed furnishings and fabrics from the 50s and the 60s, pretty cool. Another house that you can visit is the Lawrence House in Illinois. This is the only house that Wright designed with handicap access, which is pretty cool for the time. In 1958, the Lawrence went back to Wright to add an addition to the house. They did not like the first set of designs that Wright did for the addition, and Wright died before he was able to draft a second set. So the addition was designed in 1960, by architect Jack Howe, who just so happened to be a former Wright apprentice. And Wright's design is everywhere. I mean, next time you're in Lowe's or Home Depot, go into the lighting department, look up at all those fixtures, and I guarantee you that you're going to see one with wood and stained glass. Those are the type of designs that Wright inspired. My ultimate dream and one of my goals is to retire into about a 2,200-square-foot bungalow it's themed after the uh, arts and crafts style, which Wright really managed to put his signature on. So what happens if you're feeling a little bit more than just bored and you're really feeling down in the gutter? You are not alone. I've managed to have a couple meltdowns in the last eight weeks. And uh, guess what is to be expected? You know, we're all kind of put into a very confined space with people, the same people 24-7. What really bugs me about my meltdowns is the apology tour that follows the next day, but it's a fact of life and it's part of being mature. Now, without getting all Dr. Phil on you, you know, try naming what you're feeling. Some of those emotions, um, it's tough to do, especially with things that are going on right now, but some of the signs to recognize, depression, right? In reality, it happens. It's it, your, your mind starts racing. The unknown creeps in, which leads to this thought and that thought. Next, you're feeling if there, as if there's no way to get out all these emotions. So you figure, what the heck? Welcome to the land of depression. And guess what? It's normal. We all end up here. Uh, like I tell people all the time, just remember that sarcasm is depression's ugly cousin. And what I mean by that is something for me that helps fight depression is watch a couple comedies, stay away from the drama, stay away from the James Bond movies and uh, go watch something like Napoleon Dynamite or uh, my cousin Vinny that brings a smile to your face. That's one way that I have found that really can help uh, battle the depression. Boredom, another true emotion. Guess what? We just spent 10 minutes covering things to uh, combat boredom. Repeat after me. You're not hungry. You're just bored. You're not hungry. You are just bored. Don't open the fridge. Don't eat. You know, go in the yard, go for a walk, pick up some rocks, paint them, do like we did. Uh, another legit emotion is panic. Trying to mute the sirens in your head is tough. You know, some for some of us, it's getting that energy out of the body. For others of us, panic is trying to keep that energy inside. Meditation can help. Naps can help as well impulsivity, another, uh, very common emotion. So guess what? When you're feeling impulsive, stay off Amazon, stay off QVC, stay off the home shopping club. You really don't need anything. And another legitimate, legitimate emotion is fear, right? Maybe you feel really, really small today. Spend some time planning your next trip. Maybe we'll do a podcast about putting together my next trip. You know consider putting together a twenty minute block of TV, a twenty minute nap, go for a twenty minute walk, get outside. Another thing that can help with fear is planning out the first part of your day. Seven am wake up. Seven fifteen, meditate, do your journaling. seven thirty go for a walk. After about a half hour, come back in at eight am, take a shower, eight fifteen, eat your breakfast, and then you're ready to start work at nine am. Within the first two hours of your day, you've accomplished four important self-care tasks. And what I mean by self-care is you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Next time you're on a plane, listen, what do they tell you? Put your mask on yourself first before you do it on your, to your family members. If you're on Southwest, of course, they tell you to pick the uh, child with the most earning potential, but you are useless. You have to take care of yourself first. And because you know, right now feeling the best you can is exactly the right thing to do by grounding ourselves in routines of self-care and compassion. We're better able to help not only ourselves, our family, but the communities around us. The more we take care of each other, the more we are able to thrive together. Well, there you have it. As I usually like to say, travel safe, but nobody's traveling. So please stay safe and thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.